Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a, I think about a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm. Or wherever it is that you get podcasts from, we appreciate all of you guys, our great listeners, especially our service men and women out there taking care of us. We learned a lot about our listeners yesterday on Spotify Unwrap Day. I saw a lot of you guys out there. We go shout out to is it Chandler Knight, Robbie? We have to give him a special shout out. Mississippi State fan who listened to nine thousand five hundred forty-five minutes of Thunder and Lightning last year. There were only nine thousand five hundred and forty-six minutes to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> he skipped 60 seconds of our podcast in 2022. He must That's have just devoted. got he he must have got to that argument that we had. That's what he said. He Alabama said I got a, I got a little ahead of that. It's like, like he, he listened to everything until he's finally like I can't do this anymore. Like, like even like, I can't handle this. Robbie is just too he's just too harsh on hate ad and I can't listen to it anymore. He couldn't take me spanking you around. <laughs> So all you guys who sent us your Spotify wraps, uh, we appreciate that. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, it's been a great year for us on Thunder and Lightning, and it's because of y'all. You know, we 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 just talk. We, we can't make y'all listen. So we appreciate you uh, catching up with us each and every morning. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way. The trip to the drive-through over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starville, or at, or at Brupolo over in uh, Tupelo. It would be. A little weird, uh, Robbie. A little odd if uh, Brupolo was in Snow Lake Shores. What? What? Yeah. Snow Lake Shores. Yeah. Is there an island in Mississippi that I didn't know about? No, there's not. There's not. One of our. It's one of the newest uh, towns in the state of Mississippi. It's a, it's a, a new development. Incorporated. Uh, let me get it right here. Where, where did it go? It's in DeSoto County. Uh, July 15th, 1996. It is not. It is in Benton County. In the Delta. Yeah, 319 people strong. I didn't know there was any shores in in the Delta. The river's there. We'll have to ask uh, our friend Ben Beckwith about that. Yeah, we need to ask Ben Ben about Snow Lake Shores. We may have to tweet at him and be like, oh, tell us about Snow Lake Shores. Yeah. So he can be like, that's where the rich people in Benton. Right, yeah. That's where Ben Beckwith's living. Well, if if wherever you live in Benton County, if you're living in Snow Lake Shores and you got that money to spend, spend it with Strange Brew Coffee House and have the best coffee every morning. Uh, enjoy it at your leisure when you go, tr- go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. They'll ship it right to you. This holiday season, you've got a coffee lover in the house. You've got to get them some Strange Brew Coffee. Also, this holiday season, you need new maroon and white merchandise. Time to go out with the old, in with the new and the place to do that is at College Corner. CollegeCornerStore.com is where you shop online. College Corner in Ridgeland is by Fleet Feet and Flowood by the Half Shell. Two locations to serve you there in the Jackson area. Whatever you're looking for, maroon and white, they've got you covered at College Corner. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant, the best. 
what is today? Today is when today is Wednesday as we record, which means tomorrow is a day we could go to restaurant. We could go to restaurant Tyler tomorrow. We could do that. We could go get a blue plate tomorrow. We absolutely could do that. We should do that. I'm down. All right, he's in. All right, we just made it happen. See, like, see how it works. That's 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 how you negotiate. You don't waste. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't take much to negotiate no, me or you eating. I, I didn't have to twist anybody's arm. Nobody's got to hold a gun to our head to get us no. to go to restaurant, Tyler. And of course, this holiday season, if you want to really enjoy the holiday spirit, head over to Miracle Under Main at the Guest Room, a winter wonderland in Starville's best kept secret. A great place to take. Uh, the loved ones this holiday season is Miracle Under Main at the Guest Room. Firehouse Subs for lunch today? Absolutely. Great choice. You, you did a good job. You downloaded the Firehouse Subs app. You place your order. It's ready within minutes. You pick up your sandwich and a bunch of reward points ready to go. This holiday season, you want to bring something a little different to the party? A Firehouse Subs platter is also a fantastic choice. Call your local Firehouse Subs for more information. Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowwood and Madison, that is Firehouse Subs. All right, great show. Enjoyed it. That was, that was fun. Nothing to talk about these weeks. These weeks. Now, my, my point is, is true. There really isn't a whole ton to talk about in this, this, this space between um, the Egg Bowl and, and I guess going into to signing day. So you got to create your own content. So I've done it. That's what we're going to do today. We are going to talk about 2023. I always talk about Mississippi State in, in these terms, right? I always talk about in a five-year span, a five-year cycle. You should have one year where you're up. One year where, where things break in your favor. You've got a veteran team. You've got a comfortable schedule. And you have a legitimate chance to win nine or ten games. That year was 2018 for Mississippi State. Everything was, was, was set up for the Bulldogs to easily win ten games that year. Didn't happen because they had the wrong guy at, at, at the helm. I think now State has the guy at the helm who can do that. He can win 10 games. Let's talk about how they get there. Let's let's start with that schedule, Robbie. First and foremost, for the first time, and I can't remember, I don't remember the last time, and it may have, honestly, it may never have happened, but Mississippi State with eight home games in uh, in 2023, and you get the bet, the cream of the crop home games for the SEC. You have the LSU, Alabama, Ole Miss trio at home, along with Kentucky, which means your road games are your toss-up games, the games that year, year in and year out you feel like you're in, A&M, Arkansas, Auburn, and then you add to that South Carolina, that's another game where you feel like you're in. As SEC schedules go, Robbie, this is about as good as Mississippi State could hope for. Yeah, I, I like the schedule. Uh, you have the home games – you play your toughest teams at home. I, mean, I think that the the SEC East team that you add on the road could be difficult. South Carolina, that's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're starting to recruit really well. Who knows what Spencer Rattler is going to do? And you know, I don't I don't really know what to think about him because he's been really good the last couple of games. But it's it's hard to erase what he's done or not done. I guess the rest of the season, but that's a tough game. But getting LSU at home early, I think, is big. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama, I still don't know if State's going to be able to get over that uh, that hump against Alabama, but that's not a team at this stage that's, that's scaring people like they used to. Mm-hmm. So you get them at home, that's big. And then, I mean, you look at the rest of the schedule, uh, pretty much every single home game, is 
very winnable for Mississippi State outside of Alabama. And uh, and on the road, I mean, you can win in, any game on the road, but there's some there's some tough challenges there. Auburn, we don't know what they're going to look like with you freezing year one. Texas A and M, who knows what they look like? Arkansas, same thing. But it's a schedule that I look at and just blindly looking at the schedule, scanning through. I see nine nine wins mm-hmm. in the regular season potentially. Um, so I mean, it's it's obviously with what you got, what you have coming back. You have to feel good about the season being the the season that is Mike Leach's best since he's been at Mississippi State. Very comparable to that year four, I guess, with him at Washington State, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, and this has a chance to be a really good season for the Bulldogs, I think. Let's look at the schedule week by week. You know, it starts off with three straight home games. Uh, and then, you know, just, just with only four road games, you know, it's, it's broken up pretty nicely. Southeast Louisiana to start, so you, you should start off 1-0. Got an FCS team coming in. And then you bring in Arizona for that rematch. Arizona's a team that obviously got a lot better, you know, as the year went on. Uh, they're, they're much improved from two years ago when they were a, a, win, a one-win team. Jed Finch, I think, has that program going in the right direction. But at the end of the day, SEC team at home, you like state's chances there. And then you mentioned it, getting LSU super early. I think that's the best time to play LSU. They are a team that, last weekend's result aside, they are a team that year in, year out, they, they tend to get better as the season goes along. You want to catch them kind of early. Getting them at home when you should be 2-0, and should, should, that, should, that should be a big crowd, depending on the time, obviously, if it's an 11 a.m. game, maybe not. But Surely you know, that's I, not going to be an 11 a.m. Well, I mean, I don't know what the SEC schedule is going to be for that day. We, what, we, we play this game What's LSU? Let's see what they let's see what they what they would have done at that point. I think they probably got a couple of the easy ones. Um, but we we make this comment every year, but that shouldn't be an eleven a.m. Every year, good games go to eleven a.m. I mean, this this is the way it is. Yeah. Uh, that's not. They play in Florida State again. Yeah, that's playing. They're playing them in Florida. I think. Oh, that's so weird. So though they should be two and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Coming in that game, th- that should be a matchup of two two and O teams that are in the top twenty five. Yeah, I- I'm thinking six p.m. ESPN. Uh, like you said, I don't know what the what the other so games are. But... I- I'm, let's do that right now. Let's let's, mm-hmm. let's let's have a little fun. So, looking around the conference, September sixteenth, Alabama. Look, this yeah. can't be right. What I'm seeing for Alabama, it simply can't be. They're at South Florida. Really. There's no way Alabama is traveling to South Florida. Well, they There's went to no Duke. way you can make me believe that that's accurate. They went to Duke. No, they didn't. They played them in Atlanta. At uh, I thought they played them at Duke. No, nah, they played them in one of those kickoff classics. No, no, no. They played them at Duke. When? A few years ago. All right, now you're gonna, Now we're really doing some work here. I, I'm, I'm almost 100% positive they played at Duke. You're not... Hold on. That, that, okay, that's, that's 2019. That game was in Atlanta. It, it was, was back. Yeah. It was back before then. Uh, let's see here. Like, I'm pretty sure it's been a while. They have played them three times. Uh, it was 2010. At Duke? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, that... All right. So I, mean, I get that, but that was that's 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 it's that's before the SEC network. There's no way I believe they're playing at South Florida. That's gotta be a mistake. Anyway, getting back to the point. Arkansas BYU is that day. That's got some potential for TV. Auburn Sanford, bleh, 
Florida, Tennessee, there's your 230 game. Georgia, South Carolina, oh, it's, it's, it's getting iffy here, Robbie. Kentucky yeah. and Akron fighting Jomos. We know where LSU is. Missouri, Kansas State. That'll be a that that could be eleven a.m. That's eleven a.m. I Ole think Miss, it's going to be Tech is a, is a game that 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 Ole Miss Georgia Tech will be uh, six uh, o'clock, six thirty, six thirty SEC network. Uh, yeah, South I think it's going to be ESPN. A and M, UL Monroe, no good. Vanderbilt at Wake Forest. That'll be on the ACC network. <laughs> yeah, you got a chance. Got a chance to be the night game there. Got a chance. Yeah, got, got a chance. chance. Anyway, getting back to the uh, the MSU schedule uh, in total here. Uh, then you're at South Carolina, then back-to-back home games, Alabama, and then Western Michigan at Fayetteville, at Auburn. So that's your only two back-to-back road games of the year. Ooh, that's tough, back-to-back. That's, that's tough, back-to-back, no question. Uh, where's the bye week? It's between Western Michigan and Arkansas. So you get the bye week before you go on the road. That's good. Kentucky like, at home. Is K, does KJ Jefferson, is he back? No. You think he's gone? I'm. I'm I think he's gone, yeah. He was a what a he's same age he's same class as Garrett Trader I think so so he he, uh, he was no, the, he, he's a year no I guess you're right did he play as a true freshman at at, at Arkansas he played Gosh. sparingly he's yeah, played but sparingly what a waste. Uh, so then yeah, his is his fourth year I don't know he, he's got a, somebody will draft him won't they you would think I mean he might come back just somebody's because. gonna draft Will Levis with the 14th pick surely surely somebody will draft KJ Jefferson with the 100th. I just don't understand the, the – I, I was I was reading PFF's uh, thought process on Will Levis, and they said he's got all the tools. He's like – they basically said he was a can't-miss prospect. Nobody ever talks about any of his flaws. Right. That's the weirdest thing to me. Yeah. All right, Jefferson is a redshirt junior. So he did redshirt. He redshirted in 19. He played, he played in three games in 19. Oh, that's right. You can play in – yeah, that's right. I forgot. Okay, so 19, could 20, come 21, out. 22. He could come out. I bet he comes I bet he, I bet he stays. You think? Yeah. But that their defense is, was bad this year. The defense yeah. was really bad. Um, depends on what, it might depend on what Bryles does, too. If Bryles leaves, he might go. They're, they're prob- I'm guessing they're going to lose Rocket Sanders. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they've had some He's guys in the transfer portal, too. So. He's a we'll sophomore. He'll be back. Yeah, we'll see. Um. Anyway, and then they finish up the year, Mississippi State, at or Kentucky at home in November 4th, at A&M. And then I don't, it's never happened before, to my knowledge. If it happened before, it's been back in the 40s or 50s. But USM and then Ole Miss at home, back-to-back weekends, uh, which is cool. It's it is cool. cool. Uh, you know, and, and honestly, and Southern fans will take this as a slight, and they'll just have to get over it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you're playing a group of five team the week before you play Ole Miss. That's what you want to do. You want that. So... That's the schedule for state. I mean, right here, if you said Brian, make the picks, okay. One and oh, two and oh, I'll say two and one, three and one, three and two, four and two, five and two, six and two, seven and two. AM will be the one they drop. They shouldn't. Seven and three, eight and three, nine and three. That's what I'm saying, too. And because I'm just going to pick one that they shouldn't drop that they will, because that's the Mike Leach way. What's the I one think they should, have, they should have won that they didn't in that like game? Like they'll lose, they'll they'll win one of two, I think, against Arkansas and Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and they'll win. Them. You think they'll win both? I look at it in terms Possible? of the three games. Of, of I, I always put them together with A and M, and like, can you go? Because they went undefeated in that in that this year and two and one last year. They can go two and one again. Yeah, A and M has struggled to defend the air raid for whatever reason. States had a lot of success against it. 
Um, Auburn, I just don't know about Auburn because I don't know who what they're going to have. They're losing a ton of people. I don't, I don't know what what um, Robbie Ashford is going to be as a quarterback. You know, they're breaking in a first year head coach with them. Uh, what's their defense look like? I don't know. And then Arkansas, I thought they regressed this year. I don't, I don't know what they're going to look like either. I think they're going to beat Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kentucky's going to be very good. Um, they weren't very good this year. No, and the, <laughs> and they're losing their first they're round losing draft. A first round draft choice at uh, at quarterback. So yeah, and, so, and Kentucky's not good on the road. So so you have that schedule, which is you know I mean it's it's as generous a schedule as you can possibly hope for when you're a team like Mississippi State, right? You got winnable games up and down the schedule. There's only one game. There's absolutely only one game on the schedule you would circle and say. Not a win. That's Alabama, right? Yeah. You know, LSU, you've played them so close over the last decade. You've won a few times. You can you can count that as a game that you're going to be in. I mean, LSU will be favored, but you're going to be in that game. It's at home. It's at home. So you have that working for you. So, and then when you look at what you bring back, well, let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Okay, how many here? Here's here's the number of players that are that are that were you know starters this year uh, that won't be back. Look, Winston Sharp. And I'm done. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Entire offensive line is back. Mm -hmm. Four out of five. Um, Starting quarterback is back. Mm -hmm. I don't know yet on the running back situation. I've heard some mixed things. I've heard that one running back could go pro. I don't expect Mississippi State's going to lose both of those guys. Mm -hmm. But I've heard that there might be a guy that wants to go pro. I don't think that's entirely a great decision, but that's not. Are you going to tell us who it is? Uh, it's uh, no, I'm not going to put it out there yet. But it's one of one of the two one of the two starters. I think there's a possibility. The fact that you're not putting it out there makes me. I think don't it's, want to. Well, no, hold on. It's let still me, let there's let still finish. some things being talked about. Let, let, let me finish. I think it's the guy. I think it's the guy that you would not expect it to be. Could be. Okay, that's a, there. You go. Very very diplomatic. Continue on though, Robin. But. Uh, you never know with the transfer portal what's going to happen at wide receivers. So I don't know what they're going to have coming back. But if everything holds chalk, I mean, they got everybody back except for Caleb Ducking. Right. And, I, and, you're, I think, and you're replacing Caleb Ducking with uh, with who? Justin Robinson? That, that's where I was going to go. I, I think we're going to see a position change this offseason. I think you've got to put Tulu Griffin into the slot. You've got to do your – oh, Austin Williams, too, is gone as well. But that's but where I'm, Tulu Griffin goes. Yeah. So – I think you put I think you put your best guys on the field. I think you mm-hmm. put Ra Thomas on the outside, mm-hmm. Justin mm-hmm. Robinson on the outside, mm-hmm. Jaden Wally, Tula Griffin, Xavion Thomas, those guys in the middle. And see what see what happens. Did y'all hear who he missed? Did you hear who Robbie Falk Jayden didn't Wally? say? Did no. Did you hear who Robbie Falk Rufus? Rufus Harvey. Rufus is in there receiver. too. Rufus is in there too. I'm sorry. How can I forget Rufus? That's I would think boy. Rufus and Tulu are your starting slot guys. To be totally honest with you, yes. And then you have behind them Jaden Wally, Xavion mm-hmm. Thomas. I mean, Xavier Thomas is another one who needs to come inside. It's just it just makes sense to put those guys in the middle. Justin Robinson, um, Rod Rod Thomas, mm-hmm. whoever else on the outside, and and Marquez roll with Dorch can be an outside guy. He could. Uh, so. I'm trying uh, to think what other wide receiver. I mean, they have a ton of wide receivers. Who is the kid from last year? Caden Pope could be an outside guy. 
if they want to go that route. The, the guy they're bringing in, Justin Brown and Nakai Poole, will both be outside guys, I think. So, I mean, they've it's got... It's so got, crowded at wide receiver. It is crowded, but, I mean, when you run four wides, 95% of your snaps, it's just going to be crowded. you got to have 12, 13 guys there. That's just how it goes. It would be easier. It, State could make it easier on themselves if they weren't so locked into you're an H and you're a Y and you're an X and you're a Z. And it's just like, let's just pl- let the wide receivers get out there and find you know spots. But that just kind of is what it is. Having four of your five offensive linemen back is the biggest key to all of this, though, right? Yes. You need that continuity up front. Got to protect. Uh, you've made some headway as far as the running game is concerned this year. They've really taken a step forward. And I think the offensive line has been a big part of that because they've opened up holes for Marks and uh, Dylan Johnson. And they've protected – I think they've protected Will really well. Most of the sacks that they've given up this year have been, you know, coverage sacks, Will holding on the football too long. I mean, there haven't been a ton of games where you sit there and you go, God, this offensive line is getting demolished. Mm-hmm. They've, they've done a pretty good job. And I think they found their they've, – they've found their, their fit. They found their, their guys – with Nick Jones being at left tackle. And, um, you know, I think Dollar Bill can fit into the equation next year, maybe at guard mm-hmm. and slide Stephen Lasoya over to center. I think the offensive line is going to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Lasoya moving to center will be a good move. That's a guy who was an underrated transfer pickup, by the way. Underrated portal pickup. He, people, when he came in, I think people were sort of like, gosh, they really need a left tackle, and who's this guy? And he's – and and. You know, when you have a couple injuries, you you put him in the starting lineup, and he turned into a a really good offensive lineman for you. So you didn't miss anything. And and the depth they're going to have there next year. You know, Cole Smith, uh, Dollar Bill, uh, uh, Lasoya, uh, Reese. I mean, Jones, 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 and Jones out there on the outside. I mean, they're just yeah. You've you got to have seven guys who played a lot of of minutes already, a lot of snaps. And then Percy Lewis. Yeah, Percy you know, Lewis. Yeah. What what do you what happens with him? So it's there. There's several options for you on the offensive line, and that's th- those are good options. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, there there, the portal is still there for you if you if you decide you want to go get another guy. We didn't mention Cannon Boone either, who's a guy you know missed a lot of this year with injury, but I think he's a guy that you know that they expect to see something from next year. Maybe Jackson Larue as well, uh, Lahue. I'm sorry. To uh to to get some you know to start making his way up the depth chart a little bit so it's 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 exciting all right and then there's Will Rogers who is it's hard to believe we're going to say this about a guy who's going to be in his fourth season as a starter but he's kind of the question mark right it's it's how good can he be if you can get twenty twenty one Will Rogers you will you can win nine games easily you could probably win ten. If you get 2022 Will Rogers, it's going to be tough, especially if you get 2022 Will Rogers from Kentucky on. going to be tough to win. You know, you're going to have to kind of win in spite of him, and then this offense is very, very tough. Yeah. No, he's, there, there's no question he's got, to, he's got to play better. He's got to be better than what he's been down the stretch. And I, I, I'm not like a lot of people. I think there's potential for him to be better because we've seen it in 2021 and we've seen pieces of it this year of him being even better than he was in 2021 it's just for whatever reason something happened late in the year and the offense just wasn't the same and I tend to think a lot of it had to do with the fact that they were just 
putting too too much pressure, and he's part of the problem with that because he makes calls, he makes checks, things like that. He's putting too much pressure on himself to be the guy to to run all the offense through him. There's a lot of pressure that he can take off by running the football and, and giving Mississippi State that option there and open up the passing game. So he's got to be able to see the field better. He's got to be able to uh, read the defenses better. If he does that, I think State has a chance for a special year because all the pieces are there. He definitely has the weapons around him. He should have the protection. It's going to be on him. You know, it's it's going to be on him to it's 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 and it's about it's not even about taking a step forward as much as it's just getting back to where you were. You know, again, the the guy we hit, you saw in 2021 who threw for 4000 plus yards. Those numbers are way good enough. Way easily good enough to win 9 games on this upcoming schedule if everything else pans out for you. The guy you saw this year, especially like I said in the last half of the season, that guy's not good enough. And I think Will Rogers, the good thing is I think Will Rogers knows that and Mike Leach knows that and that they're going to spend their offseason looking at what worked and what didn't. I think we keep talking about it. And and I feel like when Leach runs the ball a lot, I almost feel like he's doing it like he's gritting his teeth, right? He's just like, I can't believe we're running the ball this much. I hate it. But it, it works. It works, and if you have Johnson and Marks back, and even if you do lose one of them, Simeon Price has shown you he can do plenty, and you're bringing in a JUCO running back as well, so you would expect him to be able to come in and give you something immediately. It just feels like the offense is ready to take another step forward. It's going to be on Will Rogers to go with it. You know, he's yeah. everybody else can bring him forward. He's got to go with them. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot. I don't think there's a whole lot of transfer portal pieces you have to add to this offense unless it's just like a, a guy that you just can't pass on right and, and it's receivers where i would look yeah get, getting an impact receiver i wouldn't go get a project receiver no 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 Not i would just, I would just develop i would just develop the guys that you already have if if it's a dude that hadn't really proved anything but if it's a guy that's that's uh you know group of five guy that's an all-american yeah an fcs all-american yeah. that's that is a, a no doubt fit for this yeah. offense, you go get him. Yeah. But I, I'm not going out there and getting a Justin Robinson this right. year. That's what you did last year because you had enough proven guys. This year, like Jordan Mosley, like you don't need those guys this year. You have enough pieces. You should develop your players. You got develop your players unless you got a can't miss guy. I absolutely agree. Same on the offense. And you're bringing line. in some really good offensive uh, pieces at wide receiver in this class. Yeah. And same with the offensive line, I think. I'm, you know, you're good there. You want to get a depth piece. That's fine. Running back, do not in a transfer portal. Running back, guy, running back. transfer. No. And then quarterback, I mean, we've talked about it. I think State should explore it, but I understand why it's going to be a difficult process to get one in. Yeah. Because on the surface, and that's what, you know, these guys, for the most part, they're just looking on the surface, right? They look at the depth chart. And they're like, okay, this guy started 30-plus games. He's rewritten their record book. What chance do I have there? You know, he's not watching the film and saying, oh, well, if they had a – mobile guy like me they could you know that's on leech to try to sell him on that whoever this person this this mysterious transfer portal quarterback might be that's going to be a tough sell so we'll see let's talk about the defense but first we'll we'll move on into that thanks to our friends at the mississippi beef council who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner it's cold now outside it was warm yesterday when we were all trying to survive the uh the tornadoes but today back to normal on the winter weather that means it's time to break out the Dutch oven and make a big pot of chili, a big pot of beef stew, big pot of taco soup. All of those are great ideas to keep 
keep the family healthy and happy. And they start with beef. So head to your grocery stores this weekend, load up on the red meat, and make a delicious meal for your family. If you're looking for recipes, you can find them at msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Whenever you're in Starkville, if you're up here for basketball, if you're up here for shopping or whatever it is, Two Brothers is always a stop that you want to make. So head over there to the heart of the Cotton District, order a plate of smoked wings, order some tacos and sandwiches, and have a great meal. Literally, literally every time you're at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is something we all like to get from our businesses. I mean, people always like to promise it to you. But Advantage Business Systems is one of those that delivers it to you. And they have for 47 years. When your business needs technology, you call Advantage Business Systems for that copier, that printer, new computers, new laptops. And then when you need service, you get to talk to the people who made you the sale. You're not talking to a call center from God knows where or an out-of-state consultant who's going to be there in seven to 10 business days. No, you're talking to somebody here in the state of Mississippi. That's the difference Advantage Business Systems makes. Their number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. You can find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. It's almost Christmas, guys. We are 24 days away from uh, everybody opening presents under the tree. For Dad, he wants a new polo. He wants something new to wear to the games, and he doesn't want the three-stripe life. He wants something from the collegiate collection at the Rogue. So go to the Rogue there in Jackson. You know where it is. They've been there for years. Or you can shop online at therogue.com and check out their collegiate collection, their collection of polos and quarter zips with the logos that dad wants. The walking uh, bully, the state script, the M over S, they've got them at the Rogue. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. When we look at the defense, a little different there. There's there's some guys you're losing, right? You're losing Cam Young. He's, he's moving on to the next level. Um, Emmanuel Forbes. Going to easily be a a day two draft choice. He'll move on. I would be I would be in beyond surprised if Emmanuel Forbes was back in Starkville for another season. After that, you've got some guys who are potentially coming back. Nathan Pickering has already announced he will come back. Jet Johnson has already announced he will be back. You lose Jalen Green and Jackie Matthews in the secondary. Got to find some guys at the safety position. But by and large, you return a number of starters here, and possibly a couple of more could come back. Exactly. There's still some uh, rumblings in the air, so to speak, that Mississippi State could get a, a couple of big defensive pieces back. Not a done deal by any means, but I'm hearing that uh, it's not over with Buki Watson. I think there's still a chance that he can get back for another season. They're, um, they're, they're still trying to get Jaden Crumity back. I think both of those guys coming back would be huge. Even one of them coming back would be huge. Yeah. But Buki Watson, who leads the SEC in tackles, that's immediately one of the best defenders in the SEC returning for you next year. And then Jaden Crumity got not even half of a season in with the state. That would be a huge boost for that when defensive you line. The state's defense with him versus without him, the difference is really, really noticeable how much better they were this year when he got yeah. back into the starting lineup. Yeah, I, I didn't give him enough credit preseason. I thought Either, when he yeah. was injured, I, th- I thought State would have the depth up front to sustain losing him, but they didn't. They they didn't have near the depth that they that they really sh- showed preseason. 
he was obviously a, a huge piece missing for them. And getting him back, the defensive line and the defense as a whole was completely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, without him in that egg bowl, they don't have the kind of game defensively that they had. And it's not his, it's not his numbers that's, that's really going to jump off the page at you, but he frees up so much for everybody else. He's so good at, at uh, just opening things up for everybody else. I mean, he had three tackles. He's got 11 tackles in four games. Mm-hmm. But he's got three and a half tackles for loss, and he had a, a tackle and a half for loss against Ole Miss. So he's, he's a guy that can really plug up a run game. He can also uh, push an offensive line back and free up some space for the d- uh, defense. So him coming back would just be huge for that defensive front because they're going to lose a few guys this year. You know, Tyrus Wheat's going to be a big loss. Um, I think Jackie Matthews in the back end is going to be a big loss. Jalen Green was playing really well down the stretch. Of course, mm-hmm. Emmanuel Forbes. So you have some pieces to replace. There's some guys coming in that I think are going to help you, and there's some guys underneath that are going to step in and, and have their chances as well. But uh, you also got to come to the tra- go to the transfer portal and get a few pieces. I think a speed rusher, edge rusher is a, a real priority in this class. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, safety, another safety or two is big. So there, there's some pieces you got to fill. Feels like it's safety. A couple of guys that came out of the portal last year could be big players too for Hunter Washington, Jordan Morant, and then a guy that we talked about a lot in fall camp but didn't really make the the jump we thought he would was uh, Corey Ellington. Those are three guys who I think Mississippi State is going to try to count on, and we'll see what they can do in the spring. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I thought Ellington was going to play a bigger part on this team. I think one thing that State's got to do a better job of next year is rotations. The, the defense was just kind of gassed late in the year mm-hmm. um, and late in games. I thought they did a p- pretty solid job in that Ole Miss game staying um, pretty much fresh for most of the game. The last possession, they were kind of wearing down a little bit. But, uh, you know, this next year could be a big opportunity for guys like Hunter Washington, Corey Ellington uh, in the back end. Uh, because you're losing Jalen Green and Jackie Matthews. I think Colin Duncan's going to be back. I think Sean Preston's going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, th- those guys could could really take yeah, a we didn't step. Mention, we had not mentioned Colin Duncan as another potential returner, yeah. Yeah, and then you got, you know, Marcus Banks and DeCarlos Nicholson. Uh, so the secondary has a chance to take a step, but you're, it's going to take everybody kind of – uh, moving forward and, and getting better. And I think that the, the rotations is a real big thing for me. You need somebody to take a big step forward because you, you've gotten kind of spoiled these past few years with Martin Emerson and, and Emmanuel Forbes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to have a guy who steps up and becomes a, a you know, a, a no fly zone on that side, on one side of the, of the, of the field. So hopefully that can be the case. Um, but if yeah, they get those DKM- guys. Up, Hopefully, Decam can be can be that next. I thought Richardson this year was good. I, I, I not great, N- nothing nothing stand out, but he was just he was okay. He was okay, and for his first year as a starter, I'll take that. I'll take that. You hope that next year he grows into a good cornerback. Yeah, because you you have a chance to stack here corners, yeah. legit corners back to back to back. Because you had Dantzler. Mm-hmm. Dancer left. Martin Emerson stepped up. Mm-hmm. 
Emerson left. Forbes stepped up. Forbes is leaving. Now you, lead, you need DCAM to step up or Marcus Banks or DeCarlis Nicholson or whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next guy up because State is now starting to put some serious cornerback talent in the league. Mm-hmm. And that's spanned three coaching um, hires now uh, with Dan Mullen and then uh, Jeb Moorhead and now Mike Leach. His, his, these, these cornerback coaches had, hadn't really mattered who's in here. They've been producing corners. So State's starting to become kind of a not, – not really DBU. I think, you know, Alabama and LSU is going to be up there with that, but they're in that next tier, I think. Do you think State goes back into the portal for a kicker, both Biscardi and Raybun out? I feel like you have to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean – They like this kid. Is it Kyle Ferry? Is that his name? Coming yeah. In? But, I mean, that's a lot of pressure on a true freshman. A lot of pressure on a true freshman. Um, but, you know uh, – Sometimes you can get away with having a walk-on out there. Uh, you just need somebody that's going to get the job done. And if they don't feel confident in whoever they have in place next year, then they're going to have to go get a scholarship guy. I thought Massimo was was really solid late in the year. They put him in a couple positions that I, he couldn't win mm-hmm. uh, with the length of the field goal. Mm-hmm. But accuracy, he had no issues down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, they need somebody that's going to be a bona fide guy that's going to be able to to handle those situations because that can win and lose you games. No question. And then from a, a return game standpoint, Tulu back, Xavion back, locked in, no issues there. Field position should continue, continue to be a plus for Mississippi State on both the punt and the kickoff. You know, they've got guys who can, who are game breakers there. So that's that's very exciting. Again, you know, we talk about Mike Leach and the system and, and, the, and the, the progression, and that's kind of what he's been about his entire career is building, building, building. You know, and people were making a lot of, you know, jokes this season about, you know, year four is going to be the year. Well, year four has a, a great chance to actually be a year for Mississippi State. Again, this, this should be the up year in the cycle. Now, let's go ahead and brace yourself. 2024 should be a down year. That should be a year where it's going to be tough. To get to, to 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 seven, I would think just just looking at it off the top of my head. Uh, well, it should be, but with the transfer portal now, if you play it right, you're you, right. You don't have to have a rebuilding. Year. You don't have to, but just losing Rodgers, losing that experience at quarterback, losing what you're going to lose in the backfield. You're gonna, you got a lot of guys to get. Looking at the uh, schedule, I mean, your your home game, your East home game that year is Tennessee, which is a program I think we would all say is on the rise. You're at Arizona State that year. I mean, Arizona State, new coach there. I feel like that program will, will get going in the right direction. They're, 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 they're going to be a tough opponent regardless. We'll just put it that way. 2024 could be a year where, you know, you might be 7-5 and five and take a little bit of a step back as you, you know, you reset from the, from the Rodgers era. But 2023, this is the up year. This is the year Mississippi State should have great national success. If they win this bowl game, they should be preseason, you know, top 20, maybe even top 15, to be totally honest with you. They should be. They should get get some respect in the national and the local media. We won't hold our breath for that, but we'll we'll see what happens. I think this is going to be a, a fun year coming up for Mississippi State. And of course, there's one more game left in this season. And that could be, you know, if State goes nine wins this year and can go nine with ten, ten with a bowl next year. I mean, that's a great stretch, as good as Mississippi State's ever had. They had it in 2014, 2015. Uh, you know, 20 uh 99, you, you won 17. And of course, that's back when you only played eleven. This could be right up there with with the you know the best stretches in MSU history if State can find a way to uh, to get it done next season. So we shall see. Anything else you want to talk about on uh, 
on a Wednesday. Is that it? I think we're done. And I'm spent. All right. And I'm spent. It's about time to hit the old dusty trail. Yeah. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with some more MSU talk for you. Until then, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.